Hi guys, and welcome here to Ask a Bit episodes where we're going to be talking about having certain cuts on the fingers and some cuts actually relieve scars and others don't. Hi everyone, Yvette Rose here. Welcome to another episode of Ask Yvette. I'm really looking forward to this one. So guys, quickly, those for those of you who don't know me, my name is Yvette Rose. I'm also the founder and the author of Metaphysical Anatomy Healing Technique and also the big book Metaphysical Anatomy, which is of 679 medical elements and the psychosomatic stress of that for adults behind it. And yes, we have the kids version too. You can find more about that at yvettebooks.com or on Amazon. And guys, also remember, I have free weekly master classes that's absolutely free. So you can sign up at yvetterose.com. I also have my healing technique behind this book and math level one that also comes up regularly. Bring two friends, you come for free. And my intuitive body workshop, read the body like a book where I'm going to be teaching you all of that. And this intuitive spirit guide workshops as well and so many other great things. So guys, also here we have a really great question today, which I would love to dive into. So the question is, I have cuts on my fingers so often, usually from cooking. I did notice how some cuts leave scars whilst others don't. Is there a reason for that too? This is a great question. So first of all, most of the time when we have more so cuts on the inside, there's less likely to be scars, whereas on the outside, there's more so likely to be scars because the toughness of the, the, the skin there already and this side is also a lot more exposed to you know being hit where so the inside is more protected so it also depends where you kind of like notice the the pattern of the scars are and when they're not but at the end of the day when we look at cooking it's very important and I'm, I'm actually laughing because there's a part of me that can slightly resonate with this in the past when I used to cook a lot and I when when we look at who cooks in the house it's normally the, the person that has that caretaker, nurturing, you know, personality. They're normally the ones who will end up cooking. And when we look at our history throughout the ancestry as well, when moms and women would be cooking, or yes, it can actually sometimes even be the dad as well. It just really depends on family to family. What happens when we cook? This is now when we have to, you know, bring our focus and awareness to something specific that we're doing, of course, for ourselves so that we can eat as well, but most often also for other people. And when we cook, normally, I don't know if you guys can relate, but I definitely can. I sometimes go to a bit of like a trance state where I start to remnants about things that maybe conversations that I couldn't finish or things that made me really angry that I didn't quite resolve or I start to find myself arguing with myself about something I find that when I cook this is normally when stuff tends to come up and sometimes it's suppressed anger and I often feel quite bad or shameful or guilty for feeling angry in relationship to certain circumstances and I notice that every time when I feel angry or frustrated or I or I have a dialogue with myself then and where I might be saying something mean to someone because I'm angry with them, I find normally in that moment that I end up cutting myself. So this normally comes down to there's a lot of preconceived shame and guilt in relationship to expressing you know, frustration to expressing anger. Now it begs the question, how good are you at expressing your frustration and your anger? And when you say, oh, I have no problem, I can shout and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's the problem. Or if you're saying, well, I just go quiet, I just 
pretend it's not there, well, that's also a problem. At the end of the day, calm, in control communication is tremendously fundamentally important because that's where we can create constructive solutions, right? So by the time you shout and scream, it means that you have now reached your limitation and your threshold. You are now in damage control mode. You're not in a place where you can just grab and tackle the situation before it escalates. It has already escalated. And it normally means that a lot of people have to reach a point of crisis before they can communicate themselves, right? So where in your life mentally have you found yourself reaching crises where you need to digest certain things a certain way that would then maybe come up and then you make a mistake because you're so distracted by the emotions that's coming up. And what's really interesting here is sometimes these dialogues can come up in such a subtle way that we don't consciously actually realize what's happening. When we're done and we cut ourselves, then suddenly we, we almost feel shocked. It's like, how did this happen? And that's because we were so deep in thought. We were so deeply connected to something else where we, we tend to get lost in that daydream or in that, that confrontation or in that stress. So of course, the, the finger which you end up cutting, which you can find so much more about in this book, will tell you even more in relationship to what you feel angry about and where or towards whom you feel powerless to in your life as well. So depending now also to answer your question, why would some cuts be, you know, there wouldn't be as much of a scar, whereas others would have scars. So when you look at the cuts where you don't really see scars there, you know that there's not, the, the unresolved stress with that problem is not that great. However, the ones where you do have the scar, there's a lot of unresolved stress associated with feeling unprotected or unsafe in relationship to the thought or the stress that you had at the time when you cut yourself. And also by looking at the psychosomatic area of the hand where you did have that cut, that will also tell you a lot more information. So this was a great question and I do hope that this helps. Thank you so much for asking and keep asking these really great questions. And until next time, be the light that you are. Thank you guys for joining me here. And also remember to subscribe to our math membership website. You can check out so much more. There's so many free healing courses there as well. Go to eventrose.com. See all the free master classes and events that we have coming up. There's always something happening on our platform. And we love to hear from you for the Ask Event episodes, but also for the psychosomatic patterns that you would love for us to talk about, especially when it comes to these books, the research that's in it. And there's so much to be learned and so much to be shared as well. So I love your questions. Let us know what's on your mind let us know what you would love me to address as well life challenges this it's just it's endless guys thank you so much for being here with me today and remember to subscribe so that you can stay up to date with the latest and greatest videos that's coming out just for you until next time be the light that you are